Welcome to the bookcast with Brent and Brandy. Hey <laughs> I'm Brent. And I'm Brandy. Hooray! So, last time we did a bookcast, we promised it wouldn't be two years between that one and this one. And, and we, it hasn't it yeah, hasn't been. It's been like five months or something. You know what? That is considerably shorter than two years. Okay. I don't there, even know it's been that it was um September. Well, I'll tell you why it has been so long. It's because we were reading the longest books ever. Yeah. Which are Pandora's Star and Judas Unchained by Peter F. Hamilton. And they are like one long book. It yeah, I mean, it, stops it's, in the middle. Yeah, it's two separate books, each a thousand pages long, but that's... It's one It's just like some sort of quirk of publishing. It is one two thousand page book. Yeah. So we have actually had a previous book cast about Pandora's Star... And only um, Pandora Star, not yeah. Jason Jane. Um, but we reread all of it um, out loud. We've, <laughs> we we read books to our kids now, and we read like adult stuff, so they just hear us droning on and fall asleep. We change all of the profanity to yeah, fun which, things. Man, I did not remember there being as much like fucking and stuff in this. The last time we read it, I mean, when you first read it, did you, did we have kids? When I read it, did we have kids? I read it when we lived on Broadway. So you were either pregnant or we had a little... We didn't care about content of TV yeah. or anything at the time, that's for sure. But, like... So every time the word fuck came up, I would say bonk instead. And, like, I did my best with that, but occasionally it would just go into, like... And so she reached into his pants and grabbed his cock and, like, <laughs> like all the stuff and I'm like I, this is just so weird and yeah like, even the description even if you change the words <laughs> yeah. it's still pretty graphic well it's funny because so I read for roughly 45 minutes every night and for the first 15 they can hear it so I try to be extra careful before they've really fallen asleep and then I'm basically just reading to Brandy but like so if it was the last 15 minutes then I'm not as worried about it but I remember a particularly graphic scene with Melanie was like Five minutes in, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then some stuff happened, and I just, like, had to skip forward. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, this... So, when I first read this, it was one of my all-time favorites. I really liked the world. Uh, I think the world building is some of the best there is. Um, it didn't hold up as well as I thought it would. Well, the world building did. But the writing didn't. I I thoroughly enjoyed it, but he spends too much time describing things. I, mean, I guess you need that for yeah. the world building, but the book doesn't need to be 2,000 pages long. Well, and like... I want the abridged version. I'm a, I'm a very quick reader. So if he... And like part of that is I'm going at a clip that if he is over-describing like a bush... I'm like, it's green, move on. And, like, I just kind of okay. scan through the descriptors of it. I don't need to know every... Leaf. Every, like, every leaf and every, you know, pinpoint. And whether or not it was prickly, but just prickly enough. You know, that kind of shit. Like, and when you're reading it out loud, you don't really have any choice but to consume every single word. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, Jesus, does he over-describe stuff. And, like, you already... 
know that you're a ver- prolific. I guess prolific is the wrong word, but he's very verbose. And like, dude, cut some of that shit out. Yeah. We even talked in the Pandora's Star book cast about how extraneous Mark Vernon was. The last scene in the book where he's in the shuttle like and kidnapped. We could have we could have. It could have been anybody. Yeah, and we could have met him in the second book. It really could have been anybody. It's like they plugged this guy in right at the beginning of the first book, and he really wasn't relevant for like the first. 1,900 pages. The thing is, I would have much rather have seen Mark get blown away and Melanie go on that spaceship. Like, it didn't make a lot of sense for Mark to be an important figure at the very end when, like, I don't know, he's been a stand-in for the everyman, so we can see how regular people live in this, like, gigantic epic war thing where we're only following basically the superheroes. Yeah. Um... But then at the end, he's, like, pivotal for no particular reason. It was, like, a little bit too much coincidence that he would have been at Rantown and been, like, part of that invasion and on the ship that ends the war. Like, I don't know. Yeah, he was always in the right place at the right time. Yeah, it was, and it was coincidence. It's not like, you know, Ozzy or Nigel being involved in those things makes a lot of sense because they're key players in all events. Uh, I guess he... He was a, a descendant of Nigel. Yeah. So Pretty I guess far removed. But... Really far removed. That's how he ended up on the project. But outside of that, yeah. Well, so Mark is the thing that always stood out to me as you could just take Mark out of this book. But after rereading it, there's just a ton of shit. And it's not just storylines. It's... He over-describes everything, like you said. like All the clothing. And he has this, he has this thing he does where he'll like list things... And so, like, any any authors, you know, you're walking down the street. They list the things you see. You see the newspaper vendor. You see the the rain in the gutters going along, you know, carrying across the trash of the day. Like, just to tell you things about the street. Like, it's dirty and, like, but it's populated. Like, that kind of stuff. And this guy, he will list, like, 30 fucking things. And it's, like, after the first 20, you're like, dude, can you please stop it? Yeah. Um... I don't know, this sounds like we're hating on it, but, like, it's just, it's really good, and it just needed a better editor. And it would have been amazing. A lot of, I would kind of zone out when a lot of the flight stuff, when he would talk about flying the gliders. Oh, yeah. And, oh, my gosh, like, every, he talks about every switch that was flipped and every warning sign that came up in great detail, and it just, I get the distinct impression that, like, for his 40th birthday or something, his wife got him flight lessons, and so he was just, like, really into that, but he's not a real pilot. So he's like, all right, I'm going to make sure this is super accurate. And, like, nobody cares, man. It's just the... Yeah, it was... I I would find myself kind of zoning out a little bit, but I would snap back to it, and you were still talking about the goddamn flight info. Um... Well, it does begin and end with the overly complicated yes. <laughs> glider flights. Um, yeah, I think it needed a better editor. Um, like, I, I think I could go through this and make it a better book, and I'm not an editor. So if I could do that, then what a real editor could do must, you yeah. know, like... Uh, yeah, I still enjoyed it. Um, right now, reading a book that I, like, every night I'm 
God, I can't wait for story time because <laughs> I'm really excited to hear what happens next. And you'll hear about that next episode. Yes, but uh, I didn't. I I wasn't as excited about story time. <laughs> yeah, for a Pandora star, and yeah. you know, reading at that pace, it takes us. I mean, I'd have to check the dates, but oh, it I took us it months. Had. It was months to get through. Um, oh, I'm actually in books. the recording program, so I can't do it. But, oh, yeah. Um, Maybe at the beginning of the next podcast, we can talk about oh, I know. how many months. It took bleep months. <laughs> and I'll, I'll put that back in there. It's funny. I like that. <laughs> I'll make sure we get the recording. Um, but yeah, it was a long time. And it's the sort of thing where you read it for so long and we read the two books back to back that I was very familiar with the way that he writes and stuff. And he is a good writer, but it's clinical at times. You don't get the feeling of the author coming through, which is a stark contrast to what we're reading now, um, where it's just, you're like, oh, right you can be an amazing writer and even talk about slightly boring stuff and still do a really good job of it. Yeah. Um, not that our current book... Has, okay, we're, it's not going to be a secret. It's Bitter Seeds. We, Which is also something we've read before. Yeah, we're just rereading some highlights for this. But um, he's just a a better writer. Yeah. At least, at least in this book. We've read other Ian Tregellis Oh, that's right. I forgot that mechanical. I forgot that the mechanical was him. Yeah. The mechanical which was Well, we'll we'll get to that. Okay. <laughs> um So of the major characters, you got Nigel. Oh, there's so sorry, there's so many fucking characters. Man, is it hard to keep track of everybody. So there's there's Nigel, there's Ozzy, Melanie. Uh, Mark, I guess. But my question was going to be, who's your favorite? So I wasn't oh. going to list Mark. No. Uh, and then Paula Mayo. No, what about um, the Brunelli? Or, or oh, no, Justine Brunelli. Justine, yeah. Um, she's a major character. Yeah, is she your favorite? Maybe. Maybe. It, it's not Melanie. Uh, I kind of like Ozzy. Oh, you know, there's also Tochi. I really like Tochi. Well, but he's part of Ozzy's story. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess the better question is, which storyline did you like better? Because clearly, you know, Ozzy's not the best part of his storyline. It's like the interaction of him, the boy, and Tochi. I did like Ozzy's storyline. Maybe even the best out of it. I liked his traveling between worlds and their clever MacGyvering of things to try to (laughs) um, get back to uh, their home world. Uh, So... I think that was probably my favorite storyline is the It's funny because I think I feel the same this time. But the first time around, I mean, the beginning of Ozzy's stuff is really interesting because you're seeing completely alien stuff to the Commonwealth. And then you eventually arrive at finding out kind of how the Sylphen work and more things. There's always been kind of this weird unknown. But outside of those two bookended things, the beginning felt like a huge slog. Which, to be fair, it is. But this time through, I wasn't as worried about where there were... I wasn't as worried about the destination, because I already knew what it was. So I enjoyed all the little interactions between him and the kid and Tochi. And so it was just... I don't know. It seemed more fun. I like this one. All right. Yeah. 
I I like that storyline the best. Um, I also like the Morning Light Mountains viewpoint quite yeah. a bit. I liked I liked that you could see it being like corrupted after. Um, oh, after it might not come through as much. Yeah, it might not come through as much when it's spoken aloud, but like when you're reading it. Every now and then, a little word would be italicized, uh-huh. and it was clearly a word that was like a human concept that he was just now getting. Yeah, I tried to emphasize that when I was reading, but I don't know. No, I, it did come through because, well, at, at first, it's even like he was talking about how they were polluting the world and they weren't treating the motiles well, and they were just uh-huh. dying off, and it was and it had actually started to kind of concern him. Yeah, like the idea of pollution. And waste, and it, it. I think it, at that point it was really, like, unnerved yeah. that it was experiencing that at all. I don't know. I liked Dudley Bowes a lot. You do? God, I thought Dudley, Dudley Bowes. No, not sniveling was. Dudley Bowes, but just like the concept of his character. How? Like, oh, okay. And then when they like rejoin their memories, he's like back to normal and stuff. I, I don't know. I I think we spent like too much his arc. I did not like him as a character. Yeah. We well, spent too much spent too much time with him being a sniveling wiener following Melanie around. And they never do a good job of explaining why Melanie kept him around. You're right. Like why did she not just stick him in a safe house or something? The SI could have helped her out with that. Like No, she did. She just like towed him along for You're right. They never did. And like he was a waste. She hated him. Like, I mean, she, she says that, but Well, I don't know. It seemed like she hated him. She was out fucking a bunch of other people. Yeah, and she seemed to resent him. Yeah, I don't know. That part was weird. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I'm going to reread it because it's even more. But this brought into contrast more with me with the... There's a second trilogy that takes place like a thousand years later. And... um. I can't remember if he over-describes as much, but I think the themes and everything are much more well thought out. Which is funny because I feel like in a sprawling epic like this, a lot of times, uh, you know, whoever the author was has been thinking about this thing for like 10 years before they finally decide to write it down. And so the first book or arc or whatever is always like, you know, this is this is what it's going to be and they really thought it out and stuff and then it does well and they're like well we got to write more books and so they just kind of do whatever comes along it's not as well thought out whereas in this one the second one was like you know I really want to think about like where humanity is going and like it gets really like philosophical and stuff and um, if you end up reading Pandora Star and Judas Unchained and you want to read more hilariously long books I recommend the Void Trilogy <laughs> Is each one a thousand pages? No, I, th- I think they're shorter, but I don't really remember either. All right. There's three of them, and they aren't as long as. They're not a thousand each, but they might be roughly the same length as Pandora Star and Judas and Chain together. Okay. All of them. Um, one character in that I hated, and I hated the way that he dealt with her was the cat in Cat's Claws. Oh, I know. And she had these, like, cheesy one-liners and, like, this weird, aloof attitude. And then some people would be like, well, but you know what she did, don't you? <gasps> I do know. Ooh, and it was so bad. They never tell you. And they never Not here tell anyway. you. You no. don't find out until the Void Trilogy. And, and even then, it's... 
It's just like she, yeah, she did something shitty. I don't in know. the grand scheme of a galactic civilization of trillions of people, what she did really shouldn't register. Yeah. Like in terms of like serial killers you've heard of, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. She she killed a bunch of people. She did. She killed like, a bunch of people. She killed some hostages. Like, all right, that sucks. But like, it nothing could live up to what he had made. Yeah. Made it out and to like, be. So just, he just shouldn't have told us. I think they were trying to make her like some kind of badass, but they just made her this childish, irritating brat. Oh, I that she was my least favorite character. Well, I was, I'm surprised she was in it at all because yeah, she's definitely a character that lifted out. She has served no purpose. Like Morton, uh, I mean, granted, maybe she. I like been... all the stuff with Morton, yeah, but I don't know why he's there either. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's in that final crew with the race to the spaceship, but, like, There's... again, you could have just better equipped Alec and his team, and they could have served that purpose. Like, it didn't really need to be Morton in particular. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. Yeah, Morton could have ceased to exist after he went off to jail. We yeah. could have never heard about him again, and... Well, because what you get out of that original story is an introduction to Palomeo and Melanie. Yes. Uh, who, I'll say the break between the last time you see Melanie as rando girlfriend of Morton and the first time you see her as put together news reporter, you're like, who? Who is this? Yeah. Like, they should have used her first and last name a lot more, <laughs> like, in those sections. So you're like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, that girl. Rescora, I got it. But it was just, like, Melanie. And there's a lot of people in this book. So, like... You need... Just a rando first name does not cut it. Especially when, like, in the interim, you'd been meeting a lot of the people that were, um... Uh... They got taken in by the the shotgun message blast, you know what I'm talking about? Like, they kept interviewing people that Oh, had, yeah, yeah. And all those... Yeah, all those were young girls who had a bunch of girl roommates. So we, we knew, like, six yes. or seven fucking one-named girls that were all just, like... Tamara or Patty or whatever and like yeah. Melanie sounded like one of them it even fit the right age and, yep. and, and she was like, a first lifer right and, and they keep bringing that up and then you're like oh right that's not who that is at all yeah. but that's what we've just been talking about so I thought I th when I first read this I thought she was one of them for like half the book <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah but that yeah. said it's still one of the best universes I've ever read about in a book. I love the world. I wonder if they're going to turn this into a TV series. I think it would be an easy choice, honestly. Yeah. Like, the, with the with how easy it is to do CG nowadays, like, I don't know. I look at something like Altered Carbon, which, I don't know, I read that in the interim. Um, the book is interesting, but not great. This is perfect for that. You have you can you can get the world, which is what you really want the license to. Yeah. And then you there's enough characters and enough happening that like you can kind of do the magician's treatment to it, like yeah. do your own thing on it. And like I don't think any of the readers of the book would be like, "Ooh, that's against the spirit of whatever." Uh, I don't know. You just I don't have think your own storylines in this universe. I also don't have a good sense for how popular this is. 
Because it might just be that no one of import has ever read it. Okay. I only knew about it because Ryan Kramer, who was our special guest star last time we talked about Pandora Star, <laughs> told me about it. Okay. And anyone I know that's read it has only read it because I told them to. So, although ironically, our friend Kelly read another series of Peter F. Hamilton's. Oh, okay. So he's at least a somewhat known author. Yeah. Well, maybe after people listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, what's the... Although I feel like we're not giving it a good review. We are. We both enjoyed it. How... Let's give it a star rating. To me, this is the like prime example, the example that all others are based on of a four-star book. Yeah. Okay. Of that this is... It's very good. It's very fun to read. It is not great literature. Um... Um, not I, that you need to be for a five star, but like there are things I would change. And like for a five star book, I need there to be things that I wouldn't like. I need it to be something where like, no, I feel like this is as good as it gets. Yeah, I agree. Four star book. Um, <laughs> it's funny. So I guess we're, I'm just going to continue ragging on it. Yeah. <laughs> one of the, one of the things I wanted to make, I think Pandora's star the first half of Pandora's Star is boring. Just the pacing feels off while you're getting introduced to the world. And the world's great, but it's, I don't think you get welcomed into it very well. Okay. And then once you're in that world, and then like around halfway through or so, the the inciting incident of the invasion happened, or the, the barrier coming down, and then they're building the starship, and then the starships have packed, and then like they go to the... There's, like, the the invasion happens, and all this stuff happens, and, like, it's much more exciting. Yeah. And then the first half of Judas Unchained is them organizing all the pieces, and you're like, how are they going to deal with this? And then about halfway through Judas Unchained, everything is sort of aligned so that you're like, oh, this is how they're going to get through it. And then the last half of the book is just them doing it. It's like a long action scene. Oh, yeah, the, like, the chase of the Starflyer to across Faraway is so drawn out. Yeah. And like, while we're reading it, I'm thinking about like, if you made this a TV show, like, are you really going to spend a whole fucking season like chasing this thing on a street? Like, it's just so weird. That's, that's how it felt. Yeah. Is it like, we keep every episode you switch back and you're like, and they're still chasing on the thing and they're definitely not going to fucking catch them. It could be like the <laughs> CD show 24, where you go like yeah. minute by minute. Uh, it's funny because like you get, a, occasionally they'll tell you how much time has passed. Is that I think three years passed during the series. Oh Yeah. Something they said that. something like that, three or four years. And then the last half of the book takes place over like a day. Yeah. And like, so it's just... Oh man, you're just like get get on with it. And then um there's just epilogue after epilogue. There's an epilogue for every single character. Even some that you don't even know what they are. Yeah. There's there's an epilogue for <laughs> Okay, so in the very beginning of the book when Dudley Bowes misses the envelopment event, he goes to a different planet that is closer so that he can see it again, just because of the way... From some other guy's telescope. Because it's light years away, and he has time to do it. And he borrows this dude's telescope, and this guy's name is Lion Walker something. Yeah. Lion Walker, whatever. 
and it's the guy's overly described, but so is everything. So, like, you know a lot about this Lion Walker dude. But he ne- doesn't. But then he appear. never comes up for the next two thousand pages, and then at the very end, it like comes back to Lion Walker, and now he's Mark's neighbor. That's right. And you're like, <laughs> why is this here? That is so funny. You're right. And then he it comes back in the very end of the Void trilogy. Really. Like, the last fucking scene is fucking Lion Walker getting on some sort of intergalactic spaceship or something. I don't really remember what they're doing. But it's Lion Walker. And, like, after this epic of, like, 6,000 pages, it ends with this dude. And I'm like, who is this? And I remember looking on the internet, and I didn't really find good information about him. I think Lion Walker is going to be a big deal in some other trilogy that takes place elsewhere but or, or like in between those two series or something I don't okay. know but well, it stood out as being super weird or maybe he's a vestige of like some cut storyline that his editor did get him to take out I'm not sure yeah I don't know but yeah you're right they had a there lot. was some weirdness I don't know it's uh, we've we've talked about this a lot I think about the uncanny valley of this is so good that when we talk about it, kind of all we talk about are the things that's wrong with it. Yeah. Like, it does so many things right. Um, but, yeah. I enjoyed it. I don't think I'll ever read it again. Maybe no. when the boys are older, they want some good sci-fi. Although, honestly, I probably wouldn't steer them this way. I'd steer them to, like, classic stuff, like Asimov or uh, Heinlein. Just because this is so long, like it's a serious fucking buy. What was the Asimov that we read that you didn't like at all? Foundation. Yeah, not that one. Yeah, I won't make him <laughs> read Foundation, or maybe they'll love it. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's our uh, Pandora Star Judas Unchained episode. Of uh, I guess this is this officially on the website. It'll be the Judas Unchained episode, but. Oh, will it? Oh. Well, because it's oh, all yeah. arranged by book covers, gotcha. and we've already got one from Pandora Star. All right. That, that works. Yeah. Did you have anything else you want to add about it? Nah. All right. Uh, we'll see you next time, which for us will be in 30 seconds. Yeah. Goodbye.